Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We've got some baseball to talk about this hour. We're going to continue to talk about the uh, NFL draft. Don't forget to join us tomorrow night. We'll have some more fun. Right now, though, we turn it over to the star of our show. It's Network Indiana's Brad Huber. Thank you, Coach, and good evening, everybody. Let's start with the NFL Draft. The new quarterback at Indianapolis Colts, Anthony Richardson, arrived in Indianapolis today, met with Jim Irsay, met with Chris Ballard, his new coach, Shane Strachan, and he talked to the media as well. Let's hear from him. This is Anthony Richardson earlier today on joining a franchise with the quarterback history, like the Colts, of course, better with Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning in the last 20 years. Definitely take pride in it. You talking about Peyton, you talked about Andrew. Great QBs, you know, legends right there. And for me to be picked as high as I as high as I was, it lets me know that you know, Coach Nason believes in me. Uh, I'm definitely gonna put the work in and make sure I'm I'm up there with those guys. So that's Anthony Richardson talking about the quarterback history. He also talked about his new role as the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts in the NFL. I feel like I've been dealing with pressure my whole life. Uh, pressure isn't anything new for me. And then playing at the University of Florida, I feel like it was a lot of pressure in that as well. So uh, pressure doesn't do anything but create, you know, legend. So I'm make sure I'm prepared to the best of my ability so I can make things work for this franchise. So Anthony Richardson again picked fourth overall last night in the NFL draft. Tonight, the Indianapolis Colts had two more picks. They started the night at number 35. They traded down first with the Las Vegas Raiders to get the 141st pick in the fifth round, and then they traded down again with the Arizona Cardinals to number 44, and they picked up the 110th overall pick in the fourth round tomorrow, and the Colts drafted a hometown kid, Julius Brents, out of Warren Central High School, and then Kansas State, where he played college. He also played Iowa and then transferred to Kansas State. So Julius Brents, the cornerback, will be joining the Indianapolis Colts and then rounding out the night at pick number 79 in the third round. Josh Downs, a wide receiver out of North Carolina, is the Colts' third pick in the NFL draft. They will have eight picks among the four rounds tomorrow, beginning at noon Eastern time. ECHL hockey, the Cincinnati Cyclones beat the Fort Wayne Comets 3-2. The Cincinnati Cyclones now lead the Kelly Cup playoff first-round series three games to one. The Indy Field was eliminated in a sweep last night to the Toledo Walleye. Minor League Baseball, Columbus Clippers beat the Indianapolis Indians 7-4. They'll play again tomorrow night on Indianapolis 500 night at Victory Field. Indians have lost three straight. Peoria Chiefs beat the South Bend Cubs 5-2. Great Lakes Loons and the Fort Wayne Tin Caps were rained out. They'll play a doubleheader tomorrow. IndyCar at Barber Motorsports Park. The final race before they head to Indianapolis for the month of May with the IndyCar Grand Prix and the Indianapolis 500. They had practice earlier today. Scott McLaughlin was the quickest. Colton Hurley was second. Will Power was third. Scott Dixon and Marcus Erickson. The top five, they will practice and qualify tomorrow before they race 
on Sunday. College baseball, Missouri State beat Valpo in 10 innings on a walk-off home run for the three. Florida State beat Notre Dame 3-2. Northern Kentucky beat Purdue-Fort Wayne 13-8. Purdue Boilermakers, winners over Rutgers 6-1. Creighton beat Butler 16-3. Evansville squeaked by in-state rival Indiana State 2-1. Maryland was all over Indiana today 13-2. Southern Illinois Edwardsville beat Southern Indiana 10-3. UND, the Greyhounds beat Rockhurst 19-5. That ended in seven innings. NAIA, Judson beat College County Man of St. Joseph's 10-6. Huntington swept Marion in a doubleheader 6-5 and 5-2. IU Kokomo beat Rio Grande 5-4. IU South Bend got the best at Roosevelt University 7-4. IU Southeast beat Brescia, Kentucky 15-3. And then Indiana Westlane and Spring Over Michigan, they split a doubleheader Indiana Westland winning game one, 10 to 8. Spring Arbor winning game two, 4 to 3. Tomorrow's schedule the Indy 11 will host the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. That's at 7.05 here at the mic. Columbus at Indianapolis at 6.35. Peoria at South Bend Cubs, 4.05. Great Lakes Saloons, a 4 win 10 Cubs doubleheader beginning at noon. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Brad Huber. Welcome back, everyone. Glad you could join us. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Busiest guy you know is. Brad Huber, who's keeping us up to date on all that's going on. All right, do we have notable Indiana kids with connections to Indiana that uh, we can talk about uh, in terms of the draft? So what's do we have those kinds of stories out there, Brad? I'll be honest, as far as high school, the only one I know of is the one that the Indianapolis Colts selected in the second right. round. Right. Uh, as far as college is concerned, we have not seen an Indiana player – we did have a couple of Notre Dame uh, players go. Tight end went earlier right. in the second round. But as far as Indiana, Purdue, or Ball State, uh, each team has a few candidates in the draft, but none of which have been taken as of yet. Right. Well, we could do it tomorrow. We'll cross our fingers and hope they get picked tomorrow. I think that's clearly a possibility out there. All right, so uh, so we we are finished for the night. Uh, be a busy day tomorrow night. Uh, Matt Taylor's going to join us tomorrow night. Greg Rakestraw is going to join us tomorrow night. Talk about about the draft. Um, I think everybody now is just trying to decompress after a long couple of days and seeing who's going where, and then get online and read all the experts and read all the analysis of who's who and what's what's what. And and quite frankly. It's uh, that annual right, so to speak, of that, that coincides with, with the NFL draft. Um, so you got to find all the faults. you got to find all the possibilities, all the reasons why they were picked and all the reasons why it might or might not work out. And gets a little wearisome after a while. But that's the, uh, that's the nature, if you will. That's the nature of the beast, so to speak. Um, but I think uh, all things considered – if I'm a if I'm a Colts fan, I have great reason to be excited. To be honest, you got a you know quarterback who's ranked very very highly. Uh, I'm not a draft expert at all, but I can read, and what I'm reading from a lot of people is uh, is the is the uh, word upside, big upside. In the same breath, a number of uh, these uh, the, these uh, experts say. Uh, a possible boom or bust. I don't believe that, for heaven's sakes. I mean, you're surrounded with uh, some pretty solid uh, minds football-wise. Coach Steichen, 
his staff and others. And so, mm, uh, you know, again, <coughs> a lot is made, and rightfully so, uh, about the position of quarterback in the NFL. I think we understand it, but uh, here's a guy that is blessed uh, in terms of Anthony Richardson, blessed with a lot of, a lot of skills. And um, I would just urge everyone to take a look. Just be patient. I know that's not the nature of fans to be patient, but it does take a, a, a while uh, to develop. And it's, one, it's obviously the hardest position to play on an NFL roster, and it takes time to figure it out, the pace of the game, speed of the game, all the things you're being tasked to do. You can't just immediately walk in and be able to do it. And so... We understand the plan with Gardner Minshew as that bridge, so to speak. So it'll be interesting. I think it's going to be interesting to see how all of this plays out, quite frankly. Coming up, we're going to spend some time talking about baseball. Plenty of baseball to talk about, without question. And uh, uh, Steve Craw joined me earlier from IndianaRBI.com. Brad, did you hear that conversation? He's talking about college baseball, small college baseball conference tournaments coming up next week. I did hear that. That is just unbelievable. But, yeah, NAIA baseball conference tournaments next week. Softball's not too far away from beginning their uh, road to the College World Series. And then college baseball, they'll play their conference tournaments, at least at the big school Mm -hmm. level, the week of the Indianapolis 500. So we're heading into, I guess we'll call it May Madness for baseball and softball at the college and high school levels. Yeah, and he also mentioned that the uh, pairing show for softball and baseball on IHSATV.org. Go to IHSAA.org and find out uh, when the, the pairing shows are on. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Um, you want to find out what's going on. It's a great time of year. And um, I hearken back to those days when I was playing high school baseball at Plainfield. Uh, they started the sectionals when I was a sophomore. And uh, we were fortunate to win that first one. Um, it was good. It was it was fun. You know, we're playing for a state championship, which we hadn't done up until that point. Uh, and so we were pretty good. As a matter of fact, we were really good. Uh, my sophomore year, we were yikes. We were really good. <laughs> and and my my junior year, we were really good. All right, coming up, much more. We're going to talk more baseball. Still got some racing left in us. It's Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Night two of the NFL Draft is in the books. Let's talk about last night, though. First, Anthony Richardson, the new quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. He arrived in town today at the Colts Complex on 56th Street on the northwest side. Here's Anthony Richardson about what he had to say on his emotions after getting called by Chris Ballard yesterday on draft night. You know, I was extremely emotional. You know, um, they called me before the draft and kind of let me know if things were to favor in their way, they were going to pick me up. Uh, once I once I seen what the fourth pick was up, you know, I kind of had that feeling that they were going to you know, give me the call. They gave me the call and you know, I celebrated with my family and just tears just started rolling down. 
So he was the number four overall pick, the first-round pick for the Colts. The Colts traded back a couple of times, picked up a fourth-round and a fifth-round pick for tomorrow. They drafted a hometown kid, Julius Brents, the cornerback out of Kansas State, began his college career at Iowa, but also from Warren Central High School. He was the Colts' second-round pick at number 44 overall, and then the Colts at number 79 in the third round selected North Carolina wide receiver Josh Downs to round out their day. They will have eight picks in the four rounds, rounds four through seven tomorrow. A couple of local colleges to talk about what Coach and I were just talking about. Two Notre Dame Fighting Irish players have been drafted. Michael Mayer, the tight end, was drafted number 35 to the Las Vegas Raiders. And Isaiah Foskey, the defensive end of Notre Dame, went to the New Orleans Saints at number 40. So those are the only two college players from the state of Indiana to be drafted. Several more could be tomorrow. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Brad Huber. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Song Product Network in Indiana Donor. Yeah, wow. We are wrapping up season 29 uh, coming up at the end of May, even though we will be on throughout the uh, summer. Uh, I will be taking June and July off my normal two-month hiatus as we gather ourselves and get ready to make the big push for season number 30 and uh, we're fired up about it sam fritz brad huber with us tonight brad huber uh run down again remind me so the colts have eight picks coming up tomorrow is that right they do have eight picks and two of those will be early Tomorrow's they'll have number 106 will be the fourth overall pick tomorrow and then 110 which they got today in a trade with the Arizona Cardinals when they traded down, that will be the number right. 10 pick tomorrow. And then they will have six more picks in rounds. I think they have four picks in round five, and then it will be two more in – or one more in round six and one more in round seven. So Chris Ballard and company, they will be very busy tomorrow. It's a good day to kind of find that gem, if you will, in the desert and just try to build your death as a uh, football team and – you know, you never know who might come out of tomorrow. Tom Brady came out around five, several, you know, 25 years ago. So, right, you right. know, it could be a very interesting day and uh, look forward to seeing what all plays out. And then also on top of that, the local players from Ball State, Purdue, uh, perhaps three or four right. from Purdue, including Aiden O'Connell, could go tomorrow as well. I think it's always interesting, too, is that this, this begins a, a rather, um, I wouldn't say complicated, but um, it is a process uh, of assembling talent. That's never easy having – I mean, I, I didn't uh, coach at the NFL level. I mean, my career was at the small college basketball level in our state. But you're still evaluating talent and, and anticipating what they can do in the future. So there are some similarities. There are no guarantees for anybody. There are no, there are no uh, can't-miss types of people. Uh, but – uh, it's a rather imprecise art. Some do it better than others, and there's a little bit of luck involved too. But it's a situation where you'll be bringing in unsigned free agents, which is part of this process. Then you'll go through the whole free agency situation. And if I'm not mistaken, the Colts have not really – that's not necessarily – free agency is not necessarily something that they have done a lot of. They've done it selectively, and I think that – Makes a whole lot of sense. But so, yeah, I mean, you're talking about adding pieces to your roster, trying to build a competitive roster to bounce back from 
nearly catastrophic season last year, thanks to your owner who blew things up. And so it takes a while to get back. Uh, and, and this is part of a process, a long and lengthy and complicated process that we're in the middle of. Yeah, exactly right. I'm just kind of going through and looking at the picks that the Colts have tomorrow. To uh, So they'll have 106 and 110, number four, number 10 in round four. And then in round five, they'll have 138, 141, 162, 176. I misspoke. They do not have a six-round pick. So they'll have two in round okay. seven, one at 221 overall. Right. And then they will finish at 236 overall tomorrow. So two in the fourth, four in the fifth and two in the seventh as it stands at this moment. But, yeah, tomorrow it's all about adding depth to your football team as you were talking about. And, you know, really, uh, undrafted free agents will do the same thing, starting to get your team together, start getting your practice squad together. And right. the rookie mini right. camp will begin next week also. So you get to get all your players in to start practicing uh, really beginning next week. Crazy thing is, this this will be here before before we know it. I mean, that's the the crazy thing about it too. And uh, and the other part too is, is that you know you still have to uh, think about players on your roster who become free agents, and whether or not you decide to retain them or you can retain them. And so um, it, that's it's a complicated process. It's a complicated job. It's also why they have spent so much money in terms of evaluating talent with their scouts and with the network of scouts that they have and the, and the process they have to do all that. Uh, you and I can't begin to appreciate nor understand it. Uh, it's a very complicated process without question. And so we started it off, though, getting ready to obviously wrap up the draft tomorrow, and that's exciting to talk about. And then before you know it, the season will be upon us. Brad Huber, great job, doing a wonderful job. Uh, and uh, who are your likely candidates that might get, uh, get get the call tomorrow from your alma mater, Ball State? Anybody we, we can think of? Well, I know there was a couple. I'll have to go back and look here. Maybe I can get that to you in a little bit. But uh... – Let's let's take a look here as I do this on the fly. Nick Jones comes up here on NFL dot uh, Cornerback out of Ball State is the one that uh, is coming up here for Ball State. So really only one uh, for the Cardinals that potentially could be drafted tomorrow. Yeah, wow, I got it. I understand. So let's hope uh, let's hope that that works out. No question at all. So. Brad Huber doing a great job. Again, big time for you. You got a lot going on, um, going on with uh, racing. You were fired up uh, about that. Um, And I know, which one will you be watching tomorrow race-wise? What's the plan? Well, I mean, tomorrow it all comes down to if we are going to run at Paragon tomorrow afternoon and evening. The weather is looking very, very iffy. Uh, for that, we had last Saturday off, and we hope to be back tomorrow. We shall see. But, yeah, the Xfinity Series race will run at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. IndyCar qualifying will follow that at 3. And then on Sunday, you have the NASCAR Cup Series race at 1. I will probably record that, although the weather doesn't look very good anyway, so there's a good chance that could be moved to Monday. And then the IndyCar Series with the Children's of Alabama IndyCar Grand Prix 
That will be at 3 on NBC on Sunday afternoon. So probably mainly focused to IndyCar, and then uh, we'll watch mm-hmm. NASCAR uh, either live or recorded. just depends on my schedule tomorrow if we're going to be racing down at Paragon or not. Uh, when do we uh, actually begin to practice out at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway? For the Indianapolis 500, that will be on Tuesday, May the 16th. Of course, they had the test day a right. week or so right. ago. But, yeah, the first official day of practice will be Tuesday, May the 16th for the 500. They will practice and qualify for the Grand Prix on the 12th and race on the 13th. But the qualifying for the 500 will take place on the 20th and 21st. They released the format today, we will have bumping. Yeah, go through that because you know you 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 got to that a little earlier, and uh, I I couldn't follow all of it. So if you can, uh, take a little time and go through this format. Yeah, so Saturday will be pretty close to what it has been. We will qualify from 11 a.m. to 5:50 p.m. You'll have the normal line go through, and then you'll have two lines. You can either choose to withdraw your time and go to the fast lane, if you will, or wait in the slow lane where you get to keep your time. That will go from 11 a.m. to 5.50. And then at the end of Saturday, we will know rows four uh, or rows five through 10 for the Indianapolis 500. And then we'll come back Sunday, and we would uh, in the afternoon, we would do the group of 12 to qualify and then the top six would move on to the final round and we'll know rounds three and four so i think that's uh i believe that's one to two and then two to three we'll have let me i I take that back three to four and then four to five we will have the bump day shootout which will be uh cars 31 through 34 there will be one extra so they'll have an hour it'll have like bump day the slowest of those four cars after that hour will be going home and the back row will be set and then from five until six we will have the top two rows they'll get one opportunity each and that Mm -hmm. will set the first two rows for the Indianapolis 500. So the uh, front, the top 12 shootout and top six shootout, you'll get one attempt apiece. The bump day right, shootout, you'll right. get multiple attempts in that time limit uh, on that Sunday, May the 21st, all from three until six on that Sunday afternoon. Thank God I have you to explain it. My my head is spinning. <laughs> Brad Huber coming up with the school board update. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. We have talked a lot about the NFL draft tonight. Let's talk about other sports that took place tonight. The ECHL Kelly Cup playoffs round one. The Cincinnati Cyclones beat the Fort Wayne Comets three to two. The Cyclones now take a three game to one series lead in that best of seven to try to close it out in Cincinnati. Minor League Baseball, Columbus Clippers got the best of the Indianapolis Indians. Indians have dropped three straight now. That was a 7-4 game. Peoria Chiefs beat the South Bend Cubs 5-2. Great Lakes Loons on the Fort Wayne Tin Cups rained out. They'll play a doubleheader beginning at noon tomorrow. College Baseball, Missouri State in 10 innings and a walk-off home run beat Valpo 4-3. Florida State beat Notre Dame 3-2. Northern Kentucky Norris beat Purdue Fort Wayne 13-8. The Boilermakers of Purdue beat Rutgers 6-1. Creighton was all over Butler 16-3. Evansville squeaked by in-state rival Indiana State Sycamores today 2-1. Maryland, the Terrapins were all over the Hoosiers today 13-2. And Southern Illinois Edwardsville beat Southern Indiana 10-6. 
ten to three. U Indy defeated Rockers easily, nineteen to five. That ended early in seven innings. Johnson beat College County Man of St. Joseph's ten to six. Huntington swept Marion in a doubleheader, six to five and five to two. IU Kokomo winners over Rio Grande, five to four. IU South Bend beat Roosevelt, seven to four. IU Southeast beat Brasilia, Kentucky handily, 15-3, and in a doubleheader, Indiana Wesleyan and Spring Arbor split that doubleheader. Indiana Wesleyan won game one, 10-8, Spring Arbor winning game two, 4-3. IndyCar practice today, Scott McLaughlin, the quickest in practice at Barber, Colton Hurd, and Will Power, the top three. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Brad Huber. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Sign up today, help lives in the future. Anyone can sign up. There are no age limits, no health restrictions to sign up to be an organ donor. Every 10 minutes, someone is added to the donor transplant waiting list. More than 1,000 Hoosiers are waiting for a life-saving organ transplant. And by signing up to be an organ and tissue donor, you can help save eight lives and heal 75 others. Again, they're very important website, driven, the number two, savelives.org, as you heard Uh, Brad Huber, and as you've heard him throughout the night, talk about the NFL draft. Uh, It concludes tomorrow. Uh, I, I, like you, agonized for Will Levis, a young man who uh, uh, there was anticipation that he might come to Indianapolis with the fourth pick. Uh, So he's in that classic green room. He's sitting there waiting and watching, and everybody in the room <coughs> gets selected, and his name doesn't come up. And it was, you know, you you agonized for the guy, whether you like him, don't like him. You, you, you put yourself in this kid's position. He's done everything in his power to put himself in a position to be selected, and Everyone around him telling him he wouldn't be invited if there wasn't the anticipation that he would have uh, been picked. And so um, Tennessee Titans pick him up uh, tonight with the 33rd overall pick. Um, He now has incentive. He has uh, motivation, quite frankly. Uh, He certainly, unfortunately, personally, uh, cost him uh, quite a bit of money. Um, But... uh, Thank goodness he got picked, and we wish him the best and certainly hope that it all goes well. And as as Brad has told you, you know, Anthony Richardson on Thursday night, quarterback uh, out of Florida. Uh, and uh, and then today, you know, the, the, the pick, the Warren Central grad, uh, Julian Brintz from Kansas State, cornerback. So your quarterback and cornerback, you fill a couple of needs. That you have Josh Downs, uh, another pick today, wide receiver from North Carolina. So when you're looking position by position in terms of uh, needs uh, and wants, um, you filled three particular spots. And so um, I think that bodes well. Now the process begins, as we mentioned. you got to bring them in and find out if these people can play. No guarantees that they can. You wish it was so, but there are none, and so you'll find out just exactly what's going to transpire when you get them literally uh, on the Colts complex. Speaking of the Colts complex, I do want to – I'd be remiss if I didn't thank Paul Condry. 
and the uh, Regional Radio Sports Network, Indiana Football Digest, for allowing me to be a part uh, of the 17th Annual Gritties Ceremony, uh, which was at the Colts Complex uh, last Sunday night. It was a fantastic night, a, a fantastic night of wrapping up last season's uh, football uh, and looking ahead to this upcoming season of high school football in our state. Uh, Paul uses it as an opportunity to uh, roll out his primetime 25 on the cover of his magazine, and it's kind of good to see those young men and their families there uh, dressed up, looking nice. Uh, It was a a fun, fun night. I've been able to be a part of that, as I mentioned, since the beginning uh, as the MC slash host or whatever you'd like to call it, and it's a fun night. I mean, it's a uh, it really is a fun night, and and so there's been a lot of football. Here we are in in uh, basically coming up on May, and there's a whole lot of talk about football, which coincides with where we are with Indiana Sports Talk. Is this is technically season number 29 that that we're in right now? We started this show uh, on August uh, in August of 1994 and have been at it ever since. And so um, from my standpoint, uh, we try to delineate seasons um, by, you know, the end of uh, you know, basically Indiana Sports Talk. We'll, wrote, we'll go at the beginning. I'm confused here. Here's how we started it. We used to do the show. Uh, we used to be off in the summers, quite frankly. And so we would uh, end our show, and um, the night before the uh, 500 is when we would do it. And then we would come back on on the uh, first weekend in August. And then so we have gone to 52 weeks. We did that uh, three, four years ago. Uh, And so I'm still old school. I still look at it as... Season 29 will wrap up on that Friday night before the upcoming Indianapolis 500. Can't wait. Love it. Love the race. Uh, close friends, obviously, with Mark Janes and others on the network. And so uh, I think it's it's so much fun to be a part of it and listen to those guys and do what they do. And uh, they're the best at what they do. And so we'll wrap up season 29. And then season number 30. Technically, for me, we'll begin that first weekend in August as we uh, head down the home stretch and get ready to do more high school football. 30 years is a long time, I can tell you. Um, and for those of you, uh, it's, a, it, it's been an opportunity of a lifetime for me. Um, but it's also 30 years of uh, being on the air every Friday and Saturday night. And so, uh, weddings, no. Parties, no. Dinner, unless it's early, no. <laughs> so, my, my wife is an absolute saint and has dealt with not only that, but uh, a 22-year coaching career <laughs> where I was never home on the weekends. And then a a four-year uh career as a student athlete in college where I played basketball and baseball. So I was uh, never home on the weekends. And quite frankly, since I graduated from high school, I have uh, seldom 
been home on weekends, and my my wife, Penny, is an absolute saint. And so we're, we're excited about that. Now, coming up, we're going to continue to talk about the NFL draft and continue to talk about baseball. And it's that time of year where we're racing. We had earlier tonight, we had Mark Jaynes on from the NTT IndyCar Series. They are at Barber. Uh, Speedway down in Birmingham, Alabama. They'll race on Sunday. NASCARs at the Monster Mile in Dover. Um, they'll race on Sunday, weather permitting. Weather's kind of a factor for for a lot of this, uh, without question. And so uh, we got in in uh, NBA going on. Hey, Brad, uh, catch me up on the the Lakers and the and the Grizzlies. Where's where's that game right now? That game is uh, looking like it's all Lakers right now, 48-29, to 425 to go in the second quarter. So if that holds, they will move on to the Western Conference semifinals and move on to round number two. There has to be joy in L.A. because it wasn't looking good. And so they at least have won or they're on the verge of winning a playoff series. So uh, that has to make everybody – and it has to make the uh, – NBA offices happy too that one of your one of your um, you know cornerstone type franchises is having some success and uh, LeBron's running out of opportunities and so you know John ja Morant and the Grizzlies their time will come uh, just not right now and uh, the Warriors are still when, when do they play again the Warriors series that will take part again as I'm trying to look here. On Sunday at 3.30, Game 7, to see who will move on into oh. round number two. I'll admit I don't have the brackets. I don't know who would play who, but I believe those two series, so the Lakers and the winner of Warriors-Kings, would play each other in the Western Conference semifinals. You're the man, Brad. Scoreboard update coming up with Brad Huber. Less of me, more of Brad. That's the idea. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Let's spend this last uh, update of the night looking ahead to tomorrow. The NFL Draft will get back underway at noon Eastern time tomorrow, and the Colts will have eight picks. Let's go through those. So in the fourth round, the Colts will pick at 106 and 110. In the fifth round, the Colts will pick at 138, 141, 162, 176. They will not have a pick in the sixth round, and then the Colts will have two seventh-round picks tomorrow. That begins at noon. Two college uh, or Meyer League Baseball tomorrow. The Columbus Clippers will travel to the Indianapolis Indians and another game in that series. 6.35 p.m. First pitch at Victory Field. It's Indianapolis 500 night. So the Indians wearing racing streamed jerseys. They will be auctioned off for charity after the game. Peoria Chiefs will play at South Bank Cubs 4.05. South Bank Cubs looking to get a win after losing today. Great Lakes Loons and Fort Wayne Tin Caps rained out today. They will play a doubleheader beginning at noon tomorrow up in... Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. 
Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Fort Wayne, the Indy 11 back in action after a tough loss in the U.S. Open Cup to Columbus Crew. On Wednesday, they will play at Pittsburgh Riverhound Soccer Club at the Mike 705. Tomorrow, Major League Baseball, Chicago Cubs at the Miami Marlins, 405. That'll be on Fox. Cincinnati Reds will play the Oakland A's, a 407 first pitch. Tampa Bay Rays will play at the Chicago White Sox. That's at 705. Nightcapper, the St. Louis Cardinals going out west to take on the Los Angeles Dodgers. That's at 910. Racing, Xfinity Series race at 1 o'clock. Qualifying for the Cup Series at 11. IndyCar qualifying at 3 p.m. tomorrow afternoon from Barber. From Network Indiana Sports, I'm Brad Huber. Thank you, Brad Huber. (coughs) Excuse me. Great job tonight. Studio producer tonight doing a fantastic job behind the scenes. Sam Fritz. Sam, I know you were particularly, you have been a scoreboard update man multiple times. And so you're, you're, you're curious in terms of nba about sacramento it's a great story it's a fun story and they're on the verge of being in the play or you know make uh, advancing the playoffs for the first time in a long time and and it's, it's kind of fun to see how they've progressed to this point it's one of those things where when you've seen a team be so bad for so long it's hard not to root for them i mean it's a real underdog story kind of like when the kansas city royals won a world series after being just a a real right, laughing stock right. in Major League Baseball for decades. That's kind of how I feel about the Sacramento Kings right now. They haven't made it past the first round or even been in the playoffs since 2006. Right. And so you've got this team, a, a real underdog story that stands a chance to actually, you know, make some do some damage for the first time in a couple of decades. Yeah, but it's you know it's it, it's everybody's darling team, right? And so they've 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 got things stacked against them in this thing, do they not? Yeah, I mean, it's stacked against them for several reasons. I think, you know, the Sacramento still is in what I would call a rebuilding phase. Despite making the playoffs, right. they're missing some essential pieces. That their bench doesn't necessarily provide the support that they need. And then also, yeah, when you're up against Golden State and it's, you know, uh, the only NBA dynasty that I can think of in my lifetime, uh, right. Right. it's hard to think that people are going to be able to root for them over the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, and it's also hard to believe that the uh, Sacramento Kings will get a whistle. So, um, <laughs> just just how the world, it's how life goes, quite frankly. Uh, and yeah, I'm I'm sorry to all the officials in the world who say no. We you know we're always we're always objective. We know you're not. So, you know, move on. What else kind of has your interest in the NBA playoffs? I mean, it's 
Yeah, right now, I'm not sure if there is a favorite out there, to be honest with you. I mean, there, this is a pretty balanced situation, quite frankly. I think as far as teams left, it pretty much comes down to the two teams that are facing each other in the Eastern Conference semifinals between the Boston Celtics and the Philadelphia 76ers. Right. Really, I think between those two, whoever wins the series is going to be seen as the favorite to win the championship. It's a good point. And... Um... There's a lot of basketball to be played, and uh, you get a chance to do that. Now, you spent time living in in Pennsylvania. Um, You have great allegiances uh, to Philadelphia, especially your Phillies. Are you a Philly fan? Yeah, as far as Pennsylvania teams, Phillies are the only one that I actually truly root for day in and day out. Right, right. It's been interesting this season. You know, Trey Turner signing at shortstop, Schwarber, right. you know, home run champion. Uh, you got Harper, who's supposed to come back after the All-Star game. And as a team that was not supposed to make the World Series last year that did, uh, you know, this season's going to be a lot of fun trying to repeat the magic that was last year. <laughs> All right, Sam. Sam Fritz, great job. Studio producer doing a great job for us. Thank you, Sam. Um, good luck to the Phillies. We appreciate that. Now, coming up tomorrow night, let's look ahead for tomorrow night. We're going to be spending a lot of time on the NFL draft. We'll wrap it up. Colts have eight picks tomorrow. Uh, that's a lot. Uh, so we'll, we'll wrap that up uh, tomorrow night. We'll also spend some time tomorrow night talking about uh, racing. Again, there's a lot going on in the race world, uh, as you as you understand. So we'll give you a rundown of we ought to be able to pick up Mark James after uh, the IndyCar race down in uh, Birmingham. We'll talk with him. And we're going to talk some college baseball also tomorrow night, uh, focusing on the, the Missouri Valley. We're going to talk some Evansville and uh, Indiana State. Uh, that's all coming up tomorrow night. Final break, final thoughts. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you're with us. Glad you're excited about baseball, racing, the NFL. This is one of those weekends, one of those great weekends, and we're just glad to be with you and be a part of it. Uh, Colts coming up tomorrow. Uh, Brad, eight picks. Man, oh, man. That's a lot of picks in one day, is it not? That is a lot of picks. There are four rounds tomorrow, so they will have two in the fourth round, two early on at 106 right. and 110. That's the fourth and tenth picks of the fourth round. Their biggest round will be round five, where they will have five picks at 138, 141, 162, and 176, and then they'll have two more in round number seven. But you never know. That could all be fluid right. with Coach, nope, uh, Chris right. Ballard liking to trade and make moves. So. It's always a very interesting day to see if you can find that gem in the rough, if you if you will, and uh, add yeah, absolutely to your football team. So, be a good way to uh, to close the draft and get ready to uh, to start the season. So, what needs uh, they? I think that, you know they've addressed some of their needs clearly with quarterback and cornerback and wide receiver. What are the needs do you and others perceive that they they have to look at in these final draft picks? I would say just really adding depth. You know, the offensive line was a struggle last right. year, so if you can try to shore that up a little bit. 
Uh, also, maybe a tight end. You know, you got Mo Alley Cox, but you know, if you could find another tight end to help out your tight end right. group a little bit, maybe another wide receiver. I think it's where you should look for tomorrow, and maybe just try to get a couple more players to add some depth on the defensive end of the football. You know what? Everybody, depth is, um, I think, oftentimes overlooked by by people. Injuries are a way of life in the NFL. You're, you're going to have them. You're going to have a lot of them. Your hope is that you don't have them happen to the to uh, the wrong people, so to speak, on your roster. And you have, hope that you have quality depth. I mean, depth is one thing. Quality depth is another thing. This is all about having playmakers, all about having guys who can make plays the right time, the right way. And you need as many of those as you can get on both sides of the ball and on your special teams. And so, yeah, it, it is about depth. It is about filling out a roster. But it's also about trying to find playmakers. As you point out, Brad, you know, that diamond in the rough, if you will. And um, they're, they're great stories on all franchises about late-round draft picks who've gone ahead and had uh, spectacular careers and even uh, moved into the Hall of Fame. And so uh, four rounds coming up tomorrow. Uh, we got we got that. What else coming up tomorrow besides racing? So if you just want to park yourself in front of the TV, I think there are plenty of things to catch your attention, are there not? There is, and uh, maybe a good day to do that with the weather is looking tomorrow afternoon and evening. But you have Game 1 of the Western Conference semifinals between Phoenix and Denver at 8.30. You have a few uh, hockey playoff games as well uh, tomorrow Brad night Huber. as they wrap up their first round. Great job, Brad. Thank you so much. Great job, Sam Fritz. Thanks so much to our great stations around the state to bring you the show every Friday and Saturday night. And thanks to all of you for listening. This is the legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.